morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the weekday edition of the competitive hedge podcast i am your host of the show kenneth cotterell and thank you all for joining me here today this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and we cap things off with our last call segment sponsored by last mountain distillery but before we get into today's episode We also got to talk about the folks over at Bet99 who sponsored the show as well. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash route option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Uh, Use code SHOOTERS to get started at sign-up as well and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And the most important thing is if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. That's the Ontario number. We have the Saskatchewan number here as well in the ticker down below. So definitely make sure uh, to gamble responsibly. Now, Let's talk about the last couple of days. We didn't end up going live yesterday uh, because we only really liked three plays out there. To be honest, we only liked two and we threw in a third later on. But three and three day on Tuesday for the show. Um, we got very fortunate in a couple of regards, um, especially when it comes to Michigan State and Kentucky. That was a double overtime game. Otherwise, we definitely would not have hit uh, on that uh, over in that game. Uh, We did have Marquette. They were able to just hold on for the plus nine. But NC Wilmington and Duke did not cover. uh, Well, we had Duke money line, so they didn't win outright. And then Brooklyn, they covered easily on the over, and the Red Wings lost in overtime on the hockey side of things. Now, last night, we were 1-1-1. Arkansas was a push. They were minus 15 uh, against South Dakota State, and they ended up winning 71-56. Uh, the Blues, they won easily in regulation, so that was a no-sweat bet on the NHL side. But then on the college basketball side, Gonzaga just got manhandled yesterday by Texas. And uh, I know that Texas is a program that we had as a future bet. I just wasn't sure about them in this particular game, and they go on to win the game by 19 points. And I think what's pretty crazy about this result as well is that it's not as if Gonzaga didn't shoot well because they're 49% shooting. They were 
9 of 19 from downtown, so almost 50% shooting there. Just overall, this team has a lot of issues with turnovers. They, they had 20 yesterday. I know they had quite a few against Michigan State as well. And Texas just took it to them. Tyrese Hunter, 26 points. So Gonzaga, this is a team that I know that we're only a couple games into the season, but they have some glaring holes. And that's going to happen when you lose guys like Andrew Nemhart. They lost Chet Holmgren as well. So they're really leaning on guys like Julian Strother to to step up and, and Bolton to step up, Hunter Salas off the bench to step up. And these guys haven't done it quite yet. Now, Drew Timmy, he had 18 and 9, but to be honest, he's going to need to have to be a 25-point-per-game guy in college this year, I think, if they're going to want to have a chance. And I think he might even have a bit of a down year in comparison to years past, especially when he had Chet because Chet took uh, some of the pressure off of him now. Teams know if you slow down Drew, then this is a team that could struggle. So I'm concerned about them, especially since, yes, they're going to have a couple more tough games in the coming weeks and the coming month, let's face it. But after that, then they're going to go into their cupcake schedule that we know that they get every year. Like, sure, you'll play Creighton on the 1st of December and Illinois on the 6th. You got Oklahoma on the 31st, Stanford on the 18th. So these are some tougher games, but then you start getting into uh, a lot of other uh, teams. And I just don't think that Gonzaga has it this year. Um, Kentucky this weekend, let's see how they fare against them. Baylor as well. So they've got a bit of a tougher non-conference schedule. I just don't think that this is a team that you can bet on in March and feel confident in doing so. Let's quite frankly say that. I think there's better teams this year and you should not have them in your bracket. Now, Let's talk about the daily slate of games today. We have a lot of games happening, uh, a few on the NBA side, a loaded NHL slate, and then some college basketball. But before we get into that, let's play the video. All right, so let's dive into the Tuesday slate of games, starting with it is Thursday night football. We are finally back with some NFL today, and it looks like we are going to have the Green Bay Packers at home taking on the Tennessee Titans. Now, Green Bay are minus three and a half right now in this game. Pretty surprising spread for me, honestly. Um, We're talking about a Titans team that have won six of their last seven in Green Bay. They just beat the Cowboys at home now. The Titans are also 7-2 and two against the spread this year, so they, I think they'll end up covering this tonight. Um, and Green Bay, they're just 4-6 and six against the spread. I think a big reason for this is because they've been heavily favored against teams like the Giants, where they were unable to deliver, and some other teams as well, probably the Lions as well as another one. So head-to-head games have gone over in six of the last seven here as well. Um, that might be a telling stat for what our play on this game is going to end up being but we'll talk about it in a few minutes here. NBA-wise, we got three games tonight, starting with the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Sacramento Kings. Kings are minus six and a half. That's where they were at last night. They moved to minus seven now. Um, The over-under line here is 236 and a half. Now, Sacramento, if you've been betting them on the spread this year, you've been doing great. They're 10 and three against the spread um, this year, and they're averaging over 7.5 points per game more than the Spurs as well. So, much better offensive team. We're also talking about 
The Kings have won seven of their last 10, and the Spurs have only won three of their last 10. So two teams trending in opposite directions. Head-to-head has gone over in five of the last eight games between these two as well. So a few numbers there for you. Brooklyn versus Portland tonight. Portland, they were at minus one and a half, moved back to minus two and a half. Um, and so over underline is 220 and a half. Um, they've gone under in four of their last six head-to-head matchups. Portland, they're 11 and three against the spread. Brooklyn are just six and nine. And Portland, they've been slightly better over the last 10 games. They've won six of their last 10, whereas the Nets are 500. So should be a fun game between these two teams tonight. Um, Kevin Durant might get Kyrie Irving back tonight. So I think we could see this line shift if Kyrie ends up being in the lineup. But that's where we're at right now for the NBA. And then Detroit, the three and twelve Pistons taking on the eight and seven Clippers. Clippers are minus nine tonight. Over underline is two fifteen and a half. Now Detroit, they're just five eight and two against the spread. The Clippers haven't been great either. They're seven and eight. Pistons have won just two of their last ten, and they've gone under in their last three head to head matchups and seven of their last nine head to heads as well. So might be a look at the under if you like this game tonight. Not an official play for us. I don't like betting on the Clippers, knowing that they probably won't have Kawhi tonight either. So this is definitely a stay away. You also have Paul George and Luke Kennard, who are game time decisions. NHL-wise, a lot of games tonight. Philadelphia taking on Boston, who are minus 270 uh, in this one. Boston, they are 9-0 and when they're favorites this year. And in fact, this line's even skyrocketed more. It was minus 270 when we looked last night. It's now minus 325 as we record here. Now the Flyers, they're seven and six when they're underdogs. So they've actually done fairly well as a dog so far this year. But these games have gone over in three of the last five as well. The over-under line is sitting there at six. So might be worth a look if you like the over-under there. Montreal versus Columbus, the Blue Jackets. They were favored yesterday. Now the line has kind of shifted to 50-50. Columbus giving up over a goal more per game. Montreal, they've won five of their last 10, whereas Columbus have won just three of their last 10. That being said, though, Columbus has won the last five head-to-heads, and the under has hit in the last two between these two as well. I don't like either of these teams. I'm staying away, but those are a lot of numbers for you to help you make a choice on that game. Colorado and Carolina, the Hurricanes are minus 125. That shifted a bit more in the Hurricanes' favor overnight. Now, Carolina, they're 9-3 and three as favorites. Um, both of these teams have won six of their last 10 as well, so they're both playing fairly well. The one thing to note, though, is Colorado has won three of their last four head-to-head matchups, so Colorado might be a team that just has the Canes number. This is a stay-away game for me, but I think if I was betting it straight up, I would lean Colorado for the upset. It's tough, though, not to want to take the cup champs to win a game like this. Then you got Dallas versus Florida. Florida was minus 180 last night. They are now minus 165. They are eight and seven as favorites, whereas Dallas are two and five as underdogs so far this year. Florida's won three of the last four head to head matchups as well. This is a fade game for me. I'd love to go and take Dallas as an upset pick. But I did that the other night, straight up, wasn't a show play, and they ended up losing to Tampa. And then Calgary, they're taking on Tampa Bay. This line has shifted a lot. Tampa was minus 170. They have shifted all the way down to minus 130. Now, Tampa, they're 8-5 and five as favorites this year. Um, Calgary, they are, they've only been underdogs three times, but they've lost two of those games. 
Flames have won just three of their last 10, so they're not exactly rolling right now. And Tampa have won six of their last 10. Now, Tampa lost the last head-to-head between these two teams, but they won the five previous matchups before that. So this is a tough one where I kind of lean Tampa at home, but I don't want to bet against Calgary tonight. Um, With Markstrom going against Vasilevsky, that should be a fun game between two great goaltenders. Then you got New Jersey taking on Toronto. Toronto's minus 150 tonight. The Devils are 5-0 as dogs this year, and they've also won 10 straight games. But Toronto, they've won the last eight head-to-head matchups. So this is a massive fade matchup. I would love to go and bet New Jersey to continue that winning streak, but I think Toronto are clearly the better team. They do have Colgren tonight. That is one thing to note. So they don't have the best goalie going. So maybe it's worth a look on the Devils' side. I just can't do it. If you're braver than me, then go ahead and bet that line. Then you got the Predators are minus 115 taking on the Isles. Predators are, I believe, two and three as favorites. Isles are eight, have won eight of their last 10, so they come in rolling. Nashville, though, have won seven of the last head-to-head matchups between these two teams. So Nashville has had their number. Can they make it eight tonight? Anaheim versus Winnipeg. Winnipeg, they are minus 210. They're 5-0 as favorites. They've won seven of their last 10. They've won four of the last five head-to-head matchups. And even with all that stuff in Winnipeg's favor, you won't see me betting them tonight. Don't love the minus 210. Don't like them enough to go and bet the puck line either. So that's a stay-away game. But if you are leaning Winnipeg, I wouldn't blame you. The Coyotes, or sorry, the Ducks are not a great team. Speaking of Coyotes, we do have them taking on Vegas tonight. Vegas are minus 360. So once again, you got to go and bet a puck line if you want to really make it worth it. But Vegas, they're 10 and 3 as favorites, 1-8 of their last 10. But Arizona has upset in two of their last five head-to-head matchups. So it's not a situation where Vegas just comes out and blows them out all the time. Arizona can pick up wins in these sorts of games. And this these games have gone under in three of their last five. Then you got Pittsburgh taking on Minnesota. Minnesota, they are 7-5 and five as favorites. Pittsburgh, they've won just one of their four games when they've been underdogs this year. Now, they've also won just two of their last 10, but head-to-head, they've won four of the last five. So Pittsburgh's the team that's coming in struggling, but they have had this team's number in the past number of years, so might be worth looking at a Penguins upset, potentially taking on the Minnesota Wild, who are at minus 120. You got Washington versus St. Louis. The Blues are minus 125 now. They were minus 140 last night. The Blues are just three and four as favorites this year, but that will happen when you've struggled out of the gate. Both of these teams have also struggled over their last 10. They've won just three of their last 10 games. Uh, Blues, head-to-head-wise, they've been uh, a bit better recently, but they are on a back-to-back as well. As I said, they won comfortably yesterday against Chicago, so tough to bet on them coming on the back-to-back. And then you've got New York versus Seattle. Uh, this line is at minus 120 for the Rangers. They're seven and five as favorites, but the Kraken are above 500 as dogs this year. They've also won six of their last 10. However, the Rangers have never lost to the Seattle Kraken. I know that's only two games, but they are undefeated against the Seattle Kraken so far. And then Detroit taking on San Jose. Um, San Jose are minus 125 tonight. Detroit, they're 500 when they're underdogs, but they have lost four in a row. And San Jose, they are 0-3 as favorites. Detroit has won three of the last five head-to-head matchups. I really wanted to put this in the card today as a Wings fan, 
but I keep getting burned betting wings money line. So I'm going to stay away from this game. I'll probably bet it straight up because I'm a homer, but I do like this game tonight for Detroit to potentially upset just one to note. And then college basketball wise, we do have quite a few games happening tonight, but we always talked about the ranked teams because as much as I'd like to dive into Kansas City versus Kansas State, definitely not betting on that minus 19 and a half spread tonight. Some games to look at, though, Murray State, they're taking on number 24, Texas A&M. A&M were minus 11. They've moved to minus 12 and a half. I do kind of like Murray State tonight, although I will say this much. A&M, they've covered their first two games. They have had turnover issues, almost 17 per game out of the gate but they are one of the best teams in college basketball so far. It's tough to tell, though, with such a small sample size. Once they start taking on better opponents, that will likely change. But I kind of like that Murray State spread tonight. It's not an official play, but plus 12.5 looks pretty good for what I would consider is a bit of a mid-tier SEC school, leaning more towards the top than the bottom of the SEC, but still kind of in that middle range. SC State taking on number four, Kentucky. This is a minus 38 and a half. Fade this number. Kentucky just played double overtime a couple nights ago. It is a bad opponent. I'd like to think they can cover this, but that's way too many points for my liking. So it's definitely a stay away for me. UL Monroe taking on number 15, TCU. TCU are minus 17 and a half. TCU have yet to cover against the spread so far. They're 0-3. Definitely fade this game. I'd like to believe they can cover that, but with recent history, definitely won't be putting my reputation on that play. UC Riverside, they're taking on number 10, Creighton. Creighton are 3-0 on the year, but they are 1-2 against the spread. It's a minus 18.5 number. Stay away until Creighton proves they can cover a spread. Number 20, Michigan versus Arizona State. This is a late addition. Um, Not a team that I will be betting on today, um, but... We'll be intrigued to see where that line is at. I couldn't find one early this morning. And then to cap it off, Utah Tech taking on number 14, Arizona, at minus 27 and a half. Now, I will say this much. Utah Tech, they have covered in two of their first three games. But Arizona, they're one and one. It's a steep number. Stay away once again. Just because college basketball is back does not mean you need to fill up your card with eight or ten plays. We're going to have one for you that's not a ranked play right away here which is a perfect segue into our last call segment sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. Before we give you the ad read, let's play the video. All right, so... Last Mountain Distillery is the sponsor of our Last Call segment. They are family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. The heart of grain country, Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. So their holiday seasonal releases are out now. Go check out their famous cherry whiskey chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor and new local candy cane vodka as well i got the local sweater on today for the brand really appreciate them as a sponsor and might dabble in a cocktail or two this weekend from them so with that let's get into it we had five plays for today that we had written out but it's been switched to four i'll explain it 
in a little bit the play that we left off. But let's start in college basketball with the Massachusetts Minutemen taking on the Colorado Buffaloes. And I'm taking the plus six tonight for Massachusetts. Now, there's a reason why I like UMass. And I'm going to keep saying it. Stop betting average Power 5 schools to cover versus pretty good mid-majors. I think UMass is a pretty good team this year. Colorado's laying a lot of juice tonight um, on the road as well because UMass at home for this one. And I think it's because they beat Tennessee by 12. And yes, that's a great upset early in the year. But I don't think that means that Colorado is a great team. I think it just means Tennessee had an off game early in the season. And we're going to look back on that game and be not too concerned about it moving forward. So this is definitely a stay away um, on the Colorado side. I really love this spread for UMass. I would almost be tempted to go and bet the money line straight up uh, for maybe a half unit. But we'll play the spread at plus six at minus 110 for a full unit. Now, we're also playing the Predators money line versus the New York Islanders minus 115 for one unit and head to head recent trend. This is what's telling me that this might just be a bad matchup for the Islanders. I know that they're rolling. They've won a ton of games recently, but it's a road game against an opponent who they haven't beaten in previous years. And also the fact that they won a lot of close hockey games. I think at a certain point, it's not going to go their way on a night. I think this is one of those nights against the Predators. Looks like Saros is going to be going in net. And I think when he's on his game is one of the top five goalies in the league. So give me the Predators money line at minus 115 for a unit. I'm also moving to the Rangers money line versus the Seattle Kraken at minus 120. And this is a two unit play. Anticipating Igor Shesterkin tonight. Great road spot for the Rangers. I do think that Jones has been pretty great for Seattle, but I think we're going to see their losing streak extended to three tonight. Um, also, as I said, Rangers have never lost to Seattle, so I'm going to go with the recent trend here. Give me the Rangers tonight for a couple units. And then to cap it off, we're going to play the Tennessee Titans versus Green Bay Packers over 41 at minus 110 for one and a half units. I Recent history has shown that points are scored between these two teams. And I know that you're going to say, well, yeah, that's when Rodgers had Adams and company. But I think Watson gives them a little bit something in this offense now. I think we're going to see him targeted quite a bit tonight. Um, also, the fact that Green Bay can't defend the run. I got full faith that the Titans are going to score 25 plus points tonight. All I need is Green Bay to get to that 17 mark and we're going to cover. So give me Green Bay, Tennessee over 41 at minus 110 for a unit and a half. Now, the other play that we had, and it was our favorite one of the day, was the Portland Trailblazers minus one and a half versus the Brooklyn Nets. But knowing now that Kyrie has the potential to come back, I don't like this spot. I think it gives them a bit of a boost. I will play this play if Kyrie Irving is not a go tonight, but there is a potential that he is. With him maybe coming back, I just cannot get myself to do it. Um, I think it's more likely that we see him on Sunday versus the Grizzlies. But just to be safe, we'll have Portland if he doesn't go at minus one and a half. So really appreciate all of you tuning into the show today. Uh, definitely go check us out on all social platforms at HedgePod. We will put announcements out if we don't like if there's a goalie change or injuries. We may fade some of these plays. So definitely keep an eye on it throughout the day. Turn on the notifications. Go check us out on Apple, Spotify for the audio version. Drop us a five-star review. Really helps the show grow. And we appreciate you all. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday, with some betting plays. 
Also tonight, tune into the Off the Ball Network Twitter account. We will be doing a Spaces at 8 p.m. Eastern time, previewing the World Cup some more. Joined by Walker Bailey, uh, Edgar as well, and Francis potentially as well to discuss the World Cup. And we will see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.